I'm a massive fan of Kensington Market. I used to shop there when I lived in the annex, take my little bike down with the panniers, fill my uh, panniers up with some fresh fruit and some great baked goods and some meat offerings, and then head on home. And uh, I know a lot of people have taken advantage of Kensington Market over the years. I think it is one of the most interesting and diverse areas in our uh, city of Toronto, and I would hate to see it go. That's why I'm quite happy about the fact that uh, Kensington Market could soon be designated a heritage district. Residents began uh, lobbying for it about five years ago, and Sylvia is at the helm of this. Welcome to the show, Sylvia. Hi, how are you? I'm fantastic. Thanks for being here. So you're one of the folks that are trying to get the city to deem um, Kensington Market as a heritage district. What would that mean? Well, it would be uh, a further tool um, among the various planning tools that uh, that areas in the city have to uh, fight development and inappropriate, well, inappropriate development, not all development, but inappropriate development. So it's it's not that it would solve all problems, but it would be, as I say, a, a tool in, uh, in helping us to preserve the important things about Kensington Market. Okay, what are the problems facing Kensington Market? Well, you know, Kensington Market has transitioned from, you know, an, an area of uh, immigrants, new immigrants, um, with a lot of people who were uh, poor, um, but who basically owned their properties in, in Kensington Market and who worked and lived and were a really strong community. And that sense of community has carried on, but unfortunately, with the, uh, we're, you know, we're part of a bigger financial picture, and the prices in downtown Toronto have skyrocketed, and so we have a lot of people who own properties in the market uh, who care very little about the community and who care mostly about their bottom line. So there's a a natural conflict there. Okay, so this is a conflict of new owners versus older owners that have connection to uh, the area. I'm a big fan of Kensington Market. I I know a lot of people love St. Lawrence Market. I think it's great, but I think it is just, you know, it is limited to, you know, a building. Now it's limited to two buildings soon soon enough. But uh, what was fascinating about Kensington Market for me and the reason why I love it so much is that there there's residential buildings. You've got uh, nightclubs. You've got uh, places to eat along with clothing, secondhand clothing stores, along with uh, amazing cheese shops and meat shops. It's it's a little microcosm for everything you need in the city within what, uh, you know, it. Or city blocks, area. not yeah. not big yeah. at all. No, um, a thrilling place to go. As soon as you yeah. enter it, you know that you're in uh, a place that is special. So special that my uh, girlfriend's uh, daughter was here from Dublin, and the first place I took her to was Kensington Market, and yeah. she absolutely fell in love with the place. What do you say to those new developers that just can't understand why it's so special? Well. What do I say to them? It's hard to, you know, because they're they're focused on something completely different than what I'm focused on, right? I want Kensington Market to remain a remarkable place that's known for its diversity, that's known for its wonderful food, that's known for all the special things and and that sense of history that you get because it's so it's so small. You know, there's this huge looming city around it, and then within that little quadrant, there is this kind of isolated little village feel, and I mean, hopefully you can appeal to their their humanity, their their sense of history, um, the fact that we're all residents of this wonderful city and that Kensington Market is this little gem that has managed to exist all these years as a kind of a separate little spot. Okay, let's, let me play devil's advocate. So someone comes in, invests in uh, a, a property, and they decide, oh, wow, uh, 
now I really have the ability here to charge a lot of rent to make, you know, to tear this down and build something that's uh, going to get me uh, more return on my investment. Why shouldn't they be able to move forward with that? Well, because Kensington Market is a special place, and we really, really need the city and the heritage designation to help us, to help protect it. Um, I think it's, Kensington Market is, of course, very special to those of us who live in the market, but you don't live in the market, and it's special to you. Mm. Right? It's important for the whole city. It's a place where it, it brings out the best of us, I think. Um, and I, I think the city really needs to pay attention to it. it, it it's a place that's important for the whole city. Do you know what it does? It, it allows you to step back in time. Yeah. Into yeah, a simpler time uh, yeah. when Toronto was just, uh, you know, becoming uh, a city. It was largely a city of neighborhoods. Now we're noticing those neighborhoods are being wiped out with kind of, eh, I mean, I'm going to tip my hand here, but like it looks like a lot of soulless condo buildings. Um yeah. What would this? How hard is it to get heritage designation? And what are what is uh, when you get heritage designation? What does that mean? What hoops would people have to jump through then? Well, it means different things in different places. And part of the struggle with Kensington Market is that it's not. We're not just trying to save, preserve the bricks and mortar in their present form. You know, unlike a place like Cabbage Town, which has these very distinctive, gorgeous little little homes that. Um, as an aggregate, it's really important, and, and the the um, the actual look of each individual building is is important. In Kensington Market, I mean, nobody cares if you decide to paint your building or put up a purple fence. You know that that's not really what we're going for. We're trying to capture the spirit of Kensington Market, and that's a very hard thing for Heritage to do. And city staff have really put themselves out there and worked very hard. So really, what it'll come down to, and I. Not the, the final report isn't out yet, so I don't really know exactly what they're going to propose. But I think really what it boils down to keeping the small scale of the market and not allowing people to tear down small buildings and put up big ones. So you'd going to there'd be a height restriction on buildings. Yeah, I mean there already is, so it would be a matter of just tightening up those sorts of restrictions. But also the the footprint of of the buildings, you know. Uh, a, corp- a big corporate, like a Club Monaco, is not interested in opening in Kensington Market at the moment because the stores are tiny, right? Mm-hmm. So it, because of the smallness, Kensington has traditionally been an incubator for small businesses, ind- little, small, independent, interesting businesses. Yeah, right? there's a little knitting shop that I've, I've been to. shops, sure. yeah, that kind of thing, right? So if the heritage designation can can preserve that, I think that will be huge, right? To make it so that you cannot come in and buy like four buildings in a row, rip down, rip it down and put up, you know, a gap or a Club Monaco. Not that, not that there's anything wrong with Club uh, No, Monaco but you can gap. find a gap in a Club Monaco elsewhere, elsewhere in the city. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So I think keeping things really small and and making that, um, you know, preserving that as, as uh, something that, that people cannot get around, uh, it would be a really, really important step to, to maintaining the distinctive character of Kensington Market. The city's planning uh, planning committee will host an open house in the spring to seek community feedback. Um, how split is the community right now? Because I know you do have people that have decided to buy into that community hoping to change some things. Where do you think you're at numbers-wise? Boy, that's a tough question um, because there's a lot of people in Kensington Market who do not own their properties. There's a lot of renters, you know, so um, it's probably tipping tipping in the balance in the direction of 
you know, the, the developer, the money people um, at, over the, the residents. But I really, I'm hesitant to say anything for sure on that. Okay, so how likely do you think this is that you'd get heritage designation? Do you think it would take uh, a lot of people coming forward, you know, people like myself who find it very special? Or do you have to actually live in the area to to, to be um, considered as a voice? No, I mean, it'll come to a vote, right, okay. at council. So so anybody is welcome to um, get in touch with their own city councillors. If Kensington Market is important to you, I would I would let your city councillor know uh, because it will come to a vote. Um, those of us who live and work in the community have been asked to, to help out with advising the, mm-hmm. uh, the planning people, but uh, it's by no means just us. If I, I would encourage anyone who loves Kensington Market to let their councillor know. All right. Well, Sylvia, I wish you luck with your um, heritage designation. Normally, I am not one of those people that are big on, hey, let's put a heritage designation on this because I like progress. I think it's important for the city to move forward. But I think it's also important in our you know, bid to become a world-class city that we make sure we don't lose the soul of the city. And there are a lot of really unique areas like Kensington Market that really should be uh, preserved for the future. Yeah, preserved in a way, and that doesn't mean that that there can be no development. I mean, one of the things that's distinctive about Kensington Market is it's changed enormously over time, and will always change enormously over time. But um, but it would be nice if we could manage change so that it uh, it remains a distinctive, wonderful place. Thank you so much uh, for your time. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. Have a great day. Sylvia Lastman is co- co-founder of the Kensington Market Historical Society. I really do. I love Kensington Market. I think on a beautiful day when the weather starts changing, you want to go out, you want to walk the street. Streets. Kensington Market has it all. I know that I'm not the, I, I'm not the only one that feels that way, but I also know there, there are a lot of people that are on the side of, are you kidding me? I walk down those streets. I have to hold my nose because the uh, it's overwhelming to the senses. The smell of fish that, you know, this does not appeal to everyone. Yeah, well, I know as a suburban kid coming down into the city from Richmond Hill, I would come down with my friends to Kensington Market and some people were like, wow, isn't this cool? The vintage shops and whatnot. And then other people are like, Get this stink out of my face. Why did I come all the way down here for this? Yeah, some people find it an eyesore. So let's open up the phone lines, find out where you sit on it. Would you like uh, Kensington Market to get that heritage designation, or do you even care anymore? It started as the Jewish market. Victorian houses became storefronts, kosher butchers, tailors, and bakeries. Soon enough, other immigrants came to our community. Each arrival added a piece to the patchwork of our bustling bazaar. We all understood that with hard work, anything was possible. Over time, faces and languages changed, but the spirit of our village inside the city remained. See, it didn't matter where you were from, the market became home. Neighborhoods like Toronto's Kensington Market have helped shape Canada by bringing newcomers shoulder to shoulder to build new lives together. That is Tom Mahalik. He was featured in a Heritage Minute on Kensington Market. He's also on the line right now. Tom Mahalik of Tom's Place, welcome to the show. Good to have you on. Thank you very kindly. Really appreciate the opportunity to be on the show. And I listened to that segment, and it sounds better today than ever. That's good stuff. Listen, I think it's an important uh, idea, this uh, deeming Kensington Market a heritage 
um, place, uh, giving it heritage designation so that it can only be changed within specific guidelines. Do you think that'll help preserve the spirit of Kensington Market? It's going to take much more than that. It's going to take it's going to take strong stronger retail environment. It's going to take stronger retailers to 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 be independent. You know, we have to protect those small businesses that are part of our city. I think you know we have to look at all options, and nothing should should be closed. We have to have an open mind to save Kensington Market, but Kensington Market needs help. You know, when I, when when I said that in that segment in the Heritage Minute, that Kensington Market is truly a village within a city. It still is. But the small business are, businesses are being eaten up by, by much larger identities and much faster than ever. You know, we need more bakers. We need more butchers. We need those shoe repairs. We need those guys that will sell the fish. We need, we need all, of the, all of the ingredients. And these guys are being pushed out of business. And Kensington Market was built on a dream, a dream that still lives on today. But less and less people are willing to take a chance because the playing field has been changed. The taxes are up. It's, it's much more difficult to keep a business going when your property taxes have skyrocketed. The taxes are alone is enormous burden on a lot of the retailers. Tom, let me ask you this, because... No, no, hey, listen, you're a passionate man, we all get it, but I want to ask you, is it, are these smaller um, uh, independent businesses, are they finding it hard to operate and and having to leave Kensington Market because rents are being raised, because, you know, landlords realize, wait a minute, I'm I'm not charging enough. When I look at the other rents in Toronto, I could be making a lot more on my investment. Is that the major problem right now, that our, uh, our our land is worth so much. Well, I, I think the, the biggest problem is, is is the property tax. You know, the property taxes are so high already to start with that in order for the landlord to be profitable, he has to raise the rent. I don't know in all circumstances this is correct or not. And maybe there's some landlords are greedy. Well, nobody's going to rent those places. I see empty stores everywhere. Not only in Kensington Market, you go on Queen Street, Young Street, any street these days you, you go, you will see empty stores that have not been there. I think every landlord deserves to make a profit on their investment. I'm not against that. I'm not telling them to, you know, lower their rent. Just be reasonable. Give that little guy an opportunity. Don't be a pig. You know, just charge enough so everybody can survive. The guys that want to charge in the moon, they will never get it. Don't be unrealistic. You know, Kensington Market needs the help from the city. It needs the help to make sure that it survives, that it stays there. So people that have small dreams can live their small dreams. Not everybody wants to go work for big identity. A lot of people would like to start on their own, and Kensington Market was the place to be. Do you want it to be uh, deemed a heritage site? We should we should definitely look at it. Okay, I'm open to all possibilities, but there has to be more consultation. Talk to the talk to the people that live, work, and have businesses in the market. Let's have consultation. If 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 if, if people feel that the heritage uh, site will make Kensington Market more important and that city will pay more attention, fix up the light, take care of the garbage. Let's do it. I'm all for it. Do you think the city's ignoring Kensington Market? Well, I don't know if they're ignoring it or not. It's not an easy place for the city, uh, you know, to be, but, but they should 
they should definitely look after the garbage, mm-hmm. fix up the streets, and also more lights. There, there, you know, there, there are a lot of great Lily restaurants in the market, and it's very hard for them to operate in the winter when the lights are. The street is so dark. I went. Out, I took my staff out to a Lily restaurant called Via Mercante, Italian food. I took my staff out for dinner. Joe DeRozan, who's been working for me for many, many, many years. Once in a while, he goes there and he's there. It's a great little spot. But when we came out, it was light, garbage all over the place. There was no light. It wasn't lit up. Let's put in some more parking and make it easier for people to come to the market. Let's bring back the life, the action in Kensington Market, because it should be there. All right, Tom. Well, I appreciate your time today. And I, uh, I know that uh, consultations are starting in the spring, so I'm sure you'll be a big voice there. Thanks so much for joining Thank us. Thank you so much for giving me an opportunity. I love sex for AM. I love it. All right. Cheers. I, 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 I didn't hear him say 6.40 for a second there. I think he went to a different place in the AM, if you know what I'm getting at. Anybody else hear that? Hey, who doesn't? Uh, Alicia is on the line right now. Alicia, you grew up in Kensington Market. Would you like to see a historical designation? Oh, absolutely. I think the I think Tom's right in many ways. Um, I think that, you know, I don't want the buildings to be historically designated and then a Tim Hortons inside that building like we see in Cabbage Town. Mm. But um, I would definitely want the small businesses to be more protected. The, the type of historical designation will have to be very different from where what we see everywhere else in Toronto which is more building related as it is more spirit related. Yeah, it's and weird. How do you how do you protect spirit? I mean, it it seems like a we it's very it's conceptual. It is, but at the same time, like the spirit of that market is from its small business owners, it's from the local community, it's from the tiny little businesses, the mom and pop shops, you know? Mm-hmm. Like it's not from it's not from, you know, from like the little restaurants like Colin's talking about. It's not about um, even the little armed army surplus or whatever it is over there, it's just the small little retailers. It's not the big. It's like a village. It's not um, a city street. It doesn't feel like a city street. And it, it certainly shouldn't. doesn't. You know what? I, I appreciate your time today, Alicia. Thanks for calling us. Aisha, actually, is uh, her name. I, and she didn't even correct me. Oh, is it Alicia? I don't it know. Alicia. You wrote something else on the... It's the, the font on the new call screen. It looks <sighs> right. like a lowercase l looks like an... Okay. Uh, let's not get into the minutia <laughs> of that. I think uh, you know. I, I I think there are people that would uh, disagree with uh, protecting a small area like Kensington Market. But what I love about Kensington Market is when I first started going there, uh, when I moved to the city in my early twenties, when I was going to Ryerson, I, I couldn't find it. Like, <laughs> I it seems, seems weird. You go down NASA Street. But uh, I'm one of those people that works on visual cues. I don't tend to, you know, the street names. It's like if you ask me what this street is, I don't know, you know, uh, unless I'm saying it over and over again, giving people directions. I just kind of know where I'm going. But there, you you can kind of it's hidden away. It's a little it's a little sweet gem in the middle of the city. And it's very close to Chinatown. A lot of people think it's not that sweet. In fact, that it's an it's offensive to the olfactory senses. It is just like it's an assault on your senses when you go into Kensington Market on a on a weekend, that's for sure. Um, so I think there are people that would say, well, you can't really conserve this the spirit when the spirit was back in the day uh, of a time where the city was growing and a city of neighborhoods. And I certainly have seen the city change a lot in that anybody has seen it change a lot in the last 30 years. It's been unbelievable how much the city's changed. Hey, Ted, you're um, for or against heritage de- heritage designation of uh, Kensington Market? 
I'm I'm for some type of designation, keeping it as is, the the culture of it, the, the feel of it. I mean, uh, I, I originally called those, you know, pedestrian Sundays. You can't beat it. I mean, I mm-hmm. I think back. I, I saw the the tragically hit were there. It was just a pop up. I'm walking around pedestrian Sundays. Wow, you know, like they were there, like 10, 15 feet away. It was like a, it was, it was a, you know, things like that happen and. I think maybe that pedestrian Sunday should be extended, maybe have it the whole weekend instead of just instead of at the end of uh, the last Sunday of uh, the month in the summer. Month I think it used month. to be on the weekends. It was a pedestrian street largely. I mean, there were some deliveries being made, but uh, I think that's that's part of what Kensington Market was. At least we walked down the street. I don't think I ever recall using a sidewalk proper in the city. <laughs> Uh, you know, well, you're being in Kensington Market. But then again, as Chris, you say, I'm the original hipster. So original I was hipster. wearing black and army boots at the time. <laughs> and I didn't care who saw it. I was going to do it. Well, and the the thing is, and I remember actually what Ted was talking about. The the hip did an album release uh, mm. over a weekend in, or maybe it was a week uh, at one of the clubs in That's Kensington cool. Market. And uh, I can't remember which album it was. One of the, the last three albums they did. Uh, but it some of the stuff that Tom was talking about are things that the BIA, the business improvement area, they do exist. They can work together to make sure that that garbage is picked up sort of separate from the city. I know the Young Street BIA does a lot to clean up Young Dundas Square. So the thing is that Young and Dundas have very deep pockets. The businesses there that are part of the BIA have a lot of money. And that's because they are big corporations exactly. running those business. When so, you talk to independents, it's a lot harder. Kensington Market might not have those deep yeah. pockets to hire people to pick up the trash, but that is something that they, the businesses can do together, pool their money to make sure that that kind of st- stuff gets done, and then you don't have you to want go to run for city, city council or what? <laughs> Sure, why not? Then <laughs> apparently they make good money. Yeah, apparently. Not too shabby. <laughs> it's ten thirty two. We are gonna take a quick break. Get to the headlines next. It's the skinny Global News Radio six forty Toronto.